Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light and I want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at Resonant Truth. Today on the Zolkin Count is called Yellow Crystal Seed and is the 12th day of the Red Skywalker Wave Spell. And it is Cosmic Moon, day 25. It's a portal day. It's the first day of the Vyab, which is a five-day closure or transitional um, period that passage that happens at the end of the Mayan year and the Mayan year starts on July 26th. Uh, last time I was podcasting I sort of advertised that I might change my um, way of podcasting in the future so that I could divide the themes from hey, this is your 13 moon wave spell. Um, we're in the moon, this one. And this is your Zulkin, and we're in this wave spell of this tribe. But when I started talking today, it's just so intrinsic that both are uh, offered here that I don't think it's healthy or sane or aspirational for me to d- divide them. And the other thing that I had said, you know, off the top of my head was because then people could re-listen. And in reality, that's just not how I work. I talk about current events in my own life and more expansion to what's happening in the world. So again, I have this anxiety about Um, not providing the information and and distancing myself from the information by not being attached to it in a podcast form, not losing the calendar completely, but just losing some of the vitality that comes from being in communion about it. But I think the best way to handle life is to just be in the moment. And I, I can't imagine in the resonant moon when all this would happen. So quite a while from now, a half year from now, I would just grab the microphone when I could. And I'll discuss all of that more. So I'm just undoing one of my on-air ideas that is fallible. That's kind of cosmic, you know, cosmic. Being, I'm kind of Skywalker, like... Being so high and having this idea that when you get sober, you're like, you know what, that seemed like a great idea at the time, but I don't want to do that. Um, It's a portal day. It's a higher intensity day. They don't come as frequently at this time in the Zolkin. 
so we can notice them they stand out and what happens in a portal day at least when I began following counters I could I could see what the portal was in the day it was like a moment in the day where you know either time stands still or time accelerates or there's some massive synchronicity you could go to bed at the end of the day and reflect and go oh that was the portal so the other thing that I really deeply educated you on last time was the beginning of the final five-day passage that completes the Mayan year in ancient Mayan history which isn't that ancient they were in 800 AD at their ascendancy um, they divided the year into 20 day I don't know what to call them months you know 20 day sections uh, and move through the tribes that way and then at the end to get 365 18 times 20 leaves five days at the end and that's what we're doing now and our venals the 20 day sections uh, began on a yellow seed day the entire year because it was a yellow seed year the first day of the year was yellow electric seed and and so the next time it was a yellow seed day would show that 20 days had passed and you can tell that that's a really truer intersection of the Zolkin 260 day Zolkin with a solar year 365 day year a trip around the Sun because both are grounded in 20 13 times 20 20 times 13 for the Zolkin and then 18 times 20 plus 5 we get to move through the tribes in both calendars and so the reminder is that the 13 moon years an amalgamation or a highlighting of one of the Mayan calendars that matches the the I don't know what to call it like the absolutism that before the Gregorian calendar of weird 30 and 31 day months universally but you know born up of different cultures separately people followed a lunar calendar that makes sense right because the moon is the most obvious um, cyclical change in our sky I mean the Sun and the moon so uh, the venals were just completely Mayan again and we don't follow them for that reason it's not like a month it's not close enough to a month whereas a year of February's is something we can wrap our heads around and that's what we do in natural time but as we come to the Viab I mean I remember hearing that the Viab is actually a mournful time and as if the Maya were taking stock of the year and grieving deaths that happened in it or grieving the death of a year and I thought you know that's just completely unrelatable to a lot of us like finishing a year is usually like a relief or it's transcendent and the transition does bring a kind of it elicits some kind of anticipatory excitement new year like a new car and 
So I'm not sure. I'm not sure of the accuracy of that, but I want to at least integrate it to the thought process of what you might uh, experience in these five days that start right now. I mean, it could be kind of grieving something about the fullness of the year's experience. It's been a really difficult year. And what year wasn't? I mean, blue lunar storm the year prior was wretched. When Trump was president, it was awful. So it is hard to contextualize like, well, then why is this so bad? And I guess just because he started something emotionally, the journey that began with him emotionally in a collective way, the force of anger and resentment and um, depressive, sad feelings and grievous feelings that he brought in on an energy wave in our life's history was so profound. And so I guess the whole idea was, well, maybe when he's done, we can be done. And that's just not been so at all. He's still present and he's so powerful that he has uh, emissaries, you know, in every part of the world. And and the sort of autocratic vibe or trend is also in every corner of the world. And so the world is infested by this foment and uh, we're still obviously grappling with it. And I want to say that in the... F- in the picture of a 13 year cycle. So white magnetic wizard started this 13 year experience of being in the white wizard teaching. And the fundamental way that I look at that is that, you know, we've just completed a third year in that. uh, And the first three years have been really, really hard. And that that is the way of wave spells. They start off gritty and disorienting and forcing us to face fate, whatever the fate at hand is. It's all action happening at us and we're making adjustments and trying to get with the flow and the flow is, you know, like crazy whitewater or tsunami. I mean, it's, it's not, um, just like joining a river. It's like joining the whitewater rapids and and then things kind of slowly unwind from the tension point that we begin with. And so when you do this in a 13-year wave spell, the first three years or four or more, but like certainly the first three, since we've lived them, can be really, I guess the word is challenging. And the other thing is that it has been an electric year and Donald Trump is an electric person. So when we're looking for his wider sphere of influence, it makes sense that this year reflects him. It's hard to see how he's best being of service when you're not into what he delivers. But apparently for, you know, 100 million people, that's a lot of people in the United States. And he's completely serving them and electrifying them. So It's just our perspective if we're not in agreement and alignment with his message that he doesn't, he seems to be serving the dark side. And finally, what I say about White Wizard in a very generalized way is that it's about magic. It's about the fairy tale kinds of 
events that we get to have in our own everyday lives, meaning, you know, you're the beans that you're given make a giant beanstalk like that would just be an example of like how fun it is to be in the white wizard time when it's 13 years long is that you just get a lot of like trippy uh straight out of some kind of fantasia happenstance and a lot of the happenstance in a fairy tale is unpleasant dark lessons losses Hansel and Gretel, etc. So I think we're in that. I think we're in our 13 years of dark magic, the presence of the dark forces in a shamanic way. And uh, we still could feel the light or have the light or be saved from the abyss or the edge by light forces. But the journey is bleak most of the way. And the last thing, I might have already said that, another thing that's last is that I want to remind everyone that we're in a 52-year cycle when we celebrate the Zolkin years, meaning the years that correlate with um, the tones and the tribes of the Zolkin. So the year is named for the first day of the group, of the Mayan year, July 26, wherever that lands on the Zulkin, so they're threaded together that way. So it's a yellow electric seed year because July 26th of 2021 was yellow electric seed in the Zulkin. And the next year, starting July 26th, will be red self-existing moon uh, because that's where we'll be in the Zulkin, and it'll be the fourth day of the white world Ridger wave spell. Uh, yellow electric seed was the third day of the white wind wave spell. So the year was also just situated in the um, surround of a white wind wave spell. Nothing that I thought about or discussed here on the podcast, even though it would be great to keep that in mind. Really let go of it being a yellow seed year for almost the entirety. Like it was in the back of my consciousness, and I didn't talk about it here that much. And I think for me, it's because after the blue storm year we had, which is just that's so iconic to have a blue storm year, there are all these designations in our culture history, like elections and Olympics, that happen every four years on a blue storm year. And so we are always having a presidential election in a blue storm year. So that kind of culturally creates a lot of foment or it has more lately. And, and there's identifiers that make you want to remember, like it's a blue storm year. And yellow seed, I don't either, it's selfish because I'm a blue storm person and it's not self-reverential, but I just, I don't know how we describe the action part of yellow seed other than it's a deep sensitivity to light and the elements like a plant has. And so maybe this year that has been reminding us today on a yellow seed day within a yellow seed year, the last one, um, maybe we've been extra hypersensitive and vulnerable to physical problems and physical solutions based on you know, the, the very simplest level of our being, like, do I have enough water for me? The answer, no. 
do I uh, have enough nutrients in my so-called soil when I'm eating and looking and feeling our physical body in a not as, in a sensual way I want to say sensual in a sensitive way that's a dog so that it, this is our capitulation to the yellow seed year this yellow seed day that's a portal day so you can walk through it and see the summation you know the clues for what is the yellow seed part of your be, year been for you I mean, I have no idea what will happen today. For the last two podcasts, I've been doing it at the beginning of the day. And uh, like, it's because I want you to get to the end of this day, having had a touchstone of a, of a type, like what happened that reminded me of this whole year that was in some way a salutation to the whole yellow seed year that has been. And then we push into this vibe which is always the last four days of the cosmic moon, always, plus the day at a time. That was why I was really confused on the Gregorian math last episode, but it's always July 21 to July 25. So it's five days, including 21, two, three, four, five, and July 26 is the new magnetic moon and the new year, but the, the Vyab is includes the day out of time, which is appropriate because the day out of time is pretty, well, it's everything that we've already been living. It'll be entirely fluid because it is the cosmic moon plus the red Skywalker wave spell, even though we won't be in either. I will definitely be on air for the year change like a countdown. Um, I think I'm going to take a break from just delivering the nuts and bolts of astrology and try to reflect on my own life because it will kind of act as an emotional resonant. I just think it'll shift the tone here. I don't have a big speech planned. I want to say in passing because I think that I find it pretty easy to own up to painful events that happen here but increasingly if it's so painful I can't talk about it when it's happening and it was in I guess the crystal moon could have been the spectral moon I found out that I was getting audited by the IRS and you know for my personal story that was on top of being in this rebuild at a time when it was still really stressful it isn't the same kind of stress now thank god that's part of how my year has resolved and through the crystal moon is that i just got to the end of this project even though it's not officially over the the through line of stress and anxiety and hardship abated in the resolution of the crystal moon but I also got audited and that sucks I'm not like a big financial power where they're gonna discover that I'm criminal and put me in white collar jail and I I mean I'm not criminal to that degree I'm just sort of um, amateurish when I try to figure out my taxes and it's been really uncomfortable to be 
forced to do all this justification and paperwork and pay money because I'll definitely owe because I'm sure that I can't prove everything I deducted and it just it was one of those shattering elements of just like I just think life is too demanding and then through the transcendence of the cosmic moon I got to that place of like it is what it is and it's just money and time and you know both of those can be replenished when it's over and that I don't have to hate myself or feel like I got caught in some super lie because I just don't earn enough or lie enough for that to be true um so all of that is just sort of a you know we complete the year and look at some of the things that found their way in and out of it and I felt this year was like I said often just a capitulation to nihilism for me that I it was proven to me and you know proved me wrong that we'll just keep circling the drain but we're we're not going to rise as a, a global occupant of planet earth like it's just we can't make it the other direction in physical form we can transcend spiritually and become really you know enlightened in our own way and prepared for leaving the planet at the end of our lives whether they're shortened by climate crisis or war I mean however we encounter that we can grow in our awakened mind so that we can exit this planet gracefully but we can't grow so much that we can change the collective shift and possession by I don't know what to call it I'm not trying to sit in judgment and be like it's evil and I'm not evil because I have it I have what is blown up in the world I might have it in a smaller form or I might be more secluded so I have less of a microphone than others but it is the same impulse of selfishness and um, personal greed which is why the audit was helpful because uh, they took away any possibility of me being selfish, sneaky, and greedy in terms of my taxes. And that's a really good emblem for me within the world of government and um, society. And I'll be more careful forever now. And so I'm like kind of willful again not like super criminal or even super um not super selfish just like I don't give a shit I'm gonna do what I want that kind of attitude that's so pervasive and damaging exists in me and this is an example of how I've been curbed in a small way like a, a student at school getting you know busted for something and having to stay after it does humble you or complicate your freedom and that changes behavior and I think that um, I mean possibly something like a nuclear bomb I mean you know those catastrophic things that could happen it could shake world culture awake like my audit do you love that I'm comparing like my little audit to that but just as a completely like gentle reference point like you get shaken awake by something 
maybe in my family and my relationship with my father, although it was the end of the blue lunar storm year, I lived it primarily in the yellow electric seed year that my stepmother had a stroke and is paralyzed to the point that she can do almost nothing, you know? I mean, she can feed herself, but she can't ambulate in any way. And I am mentioning that because it it shook up my family that has been in severe dysfunction, you know, essentially since I was born. And it just got me to the other side of being caught up in that very difficult upbringing because it the recognition that we're just all old and dying. And I feel closer to my parents' generation and than I would to the one um, that's really into TikTok in a bunch of ways. So in the course of this year, uh, in my family, we had a kind of cataclysmic event that shook us up and made us humble. So maybe that will happen on the world level, and maybe Putin will help us get there by being horrific, even though I already feel he's arrived. But other than that kind of structure of mass confrontation with um, reckoning, I think we're just kind of drifting off into... Anyway, I think you know. So, how did I start that thread? I don't remember. (laughs) I was taking a break to talk about the yellow seed year and what it's been. And so the yellow seed year has included this kind of um, admission to me in my own being that I can't fight to make the world safe or keep us all alive. I can't do it. I have a fatalistic, nihilistic perspective and personality, but I can try to just be at peace with that instead of irate and resentful. And I think that's been successful. And I think that that's kind of plant-like in terms of yellow seed. I think muting emotions is a big part of what it delivers. I have a yellow seed daughter and, you know, she's been a great teacher. She was a super emotional, passionate, irate child and she's such a cool cucumber as an adult. And uh, I don't know which is which, or if it's just cyclical, or if she was living with Blue Storm and having to empath to the max with me. I think Yellow Seed is a very empathic place to be as a person or as a year that we pass through. That empathy is a perfect human expression of what a plant goes through, where you're just sensually vulnerable to what's happening around you. I mean, just think of the flowers that open uh, when the sun shines and close when it doesn't. I mean, it's like they have no autonomy. They're just reflective of what is atmospherically around them. And I think that's kind of a tendency of yellow seed. So as promised, I don't really talk about the cosmic moon when we get to the Vaya because it's this turn towards the real transition between years and the reminder is just that the cosmic tone the 13th tone is is always the transition between wave spells so we've been transitioning this whole last three plus weeks but now because the year transition is so um, ritualistic for us who follow this year change you know we just get to spend time 
on our own and then sort of together on an ether level considering the the two things one that a new year and a new wave spell is arriving and two that we follow a different calendar um, I'm not culty I don't know any of you really I I mean that's not true but I I don't we don't have a, a zoom way of being together it doesn't interest me at all I am uh, sure that we can do all of that on the level of psyche and and so and yet I do believe that those of us who follow this calendar should be aware that we are singularly different and rare and not that's not good that's not a judgment it's just why not really notice that if we're passionate about natural time or resurrecting Mayan time that no one else is celebrating New Year's in this five-day window. I, I hope you hear that I'm not saying that with a, a flare of arrogance, like they have no idea, they're lesser. It's the opposite. It's, it's I fight for this. This is the most meaningful, ideological process of my lifetime to be with this calendar and not exclusively with the Gregorian, not limited. It has shaped my life and reshaped it as well. And so I take this time seriously in the sense that I also celebrate my discovery of the calendars and my commitment to them and that my commitment has given me so much in return it's not a pat on the back for the commitment it's a recognition of the reality that if you commit to something uh, it's like being wed to it and you get the benefit of that partnership so I think it's nice to feel singular and special that you've been gifted that we've been gifted each of us came to this with our own powerful fate and that is just a rare, unique salvation. I am Lisa Starr. I am another yourself. And in Mayan, we say, in Lakesh. <laughs>